Hey everybody, this is Shane from Strange Uncles. What you're about to hear is a little bonus sampling of what we have to offer on Patreon. Not the whole thing, but just a snippet, just to get some enthusiasm behind you. So if you want to become a Patreon member, you can at patreon.com slash strangeuncles. Open the gates. Step into the world of strange uncles. Walk with them in the alternate reality that most people don't choose to see. You can follow them on Twitter at Strange Uncles or check out their website, mystrangeuncles.com. Remember, everybody has a story. Are you willing to share yours? And now, welcome Shane, John, and Josh as they fall down the rabbit hole. Open the gates, guys. That we will, Gareth. Thank you for the intro. Um, welcome, strangers from Patreon. This is bonus content. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Josh. I'm sure you all knew that already, but here we are. <laughs> so, if you're on the bonus content, I, I'm sh- uh, hopefully you can remember those three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you have a weird case of uh, Alzheimer's or something, there's that. So, but um, anyway, we are. This is a bonus episode, like we discussed. We had something that we did. I don't know, boys, what, a month and a half or so ago, we did a two-parter of Magic, somewhere around that window. Sounds like a lifetime. Yeah, (laughs) these fly by so fucking quick. Um, And I promised everybody that I was going to do some deep diving on my side on individual things with Magic and, you know, different little rabbit holes, because we really just covered kind of a broad spectrum, and we didn't dive down into anything particular. This is particular. Um, This stems a little backstory from this is... I got interested in this subject matter, read a couple books on it. Um, one of the books that we'll reference through this whole thing is really good, well-written. Um, brought it over to John's one time. You know, we're doing the whole safe distancing thing over a campfire and uh, tried it out on him and, and his girl. And they're like, wow, that's kind of fucking, that's right. So um, hit or miss like anything else in magic or astrology, you know, you can take it how you want it. But we are going to discuss numerology so with that being said, um, did you guys bring your pen and papers? On yes. Side? Fuck, I forgot it again. <laughs> You're fired. You can't do any homework. I'm going to have go to, to the principal's anymore. office. Yep. Hang on. Deal. Let me pull up an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> That's the best technology, boys. Um, and then for oh. those of you at home, so this is what we recommend this. You don't have to. It's entirely up to you. Um, pause this now and go grab, uh, grab a pen and paper. Come back, sit down, and work through some of this with us. Uh, it's it's kind of fun to do. And again, you know, whether you believe in it or whether you're not, it's kind of kooky, you know. So we figured this is a fun one. We'll throw it out there. Um, we're going to kind of talk about some of where it came from first. John and Josh are going to read some things. I'm going to read the calculations out of the book on my side because obviously we're all in our own little houses. Um, and then we'll kind of wrap up with a roundabout and see where we're at. And John, I know you got a little bit on this, but Josh, you're, I know. Well, I'm assuming you're kind of a skeptic, but I don't know. At the end of this, we'll see Safe where. assumption. Yeah, I figured. We'll see where we step into this at. So, you guys ready? I am ready. All right. I am as ready as I'll ever be. Ready, Teddy. Um, so, we are going to mainly reference a book. It's called Numerology, Key to Your Inner Self. It's written by Hans de Goes and Tom Monte. Um, again, pretty good. Pretty good book. This is the cover if you ever see it. Not too bad. 
Um, Amazon has it, I think, for like uh, $14.95 or something like that. But I want to start explaining some of the language. Some of you might know what numerology is. I'm sure you've heard of the other batshit crazy things like astrology and all this other stuff. Um, numerology kind of flew underneath the radar for me. I mean, I kind of heard about it, but I really didn't know what it was because they didn't give a shit. So, so let me explain the language of love here, shall we? And then we can roll into that. Yeah. In sure. fact, in fact, this is the case with all language. Uh, before there were words, there were only the most simple and basic thoughts, most of which were confined to survival. But with language came more complex relationships, more possibilities, and vastly more creativity. Take the word relativity. This word means that there is something other than absolute values in the universe. The world also means that what is true for you may not be true for someone else. Before Albert Einstein introduced his concept of relativity, the world was guided by a belief in absolutes, that things were as they seemed to be, not only for you, but for everyone. But with the emergence of the term relativity and the far-reaching concepts that Einstein attached to it, humanity was now awakened to new ideas, possibilities, and relationships that shaped our view of life. You swallow that one so far? That's not too deep, is it? Uh, no, it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> You're here over there like, oh, okay. So Honestly, that kind of flew over my head to be completely, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> Did it really? Um, I think they're just trying to lay down a, a template of like just numerology is another language. That's all it is. You know, it, yeah. it's not just like we talk, just like we write out a sentence or we, you know, we write a book, a paragraph. Numbers are the same thing. Numbers are a language. We, we know it is in computers, but why can't it be for us in just everyday life? You know, unless you're yeah. a fucking accountant. You know what I mean? I mean, that's uh, probably the only way that uh, s say there was different civilizations, you know. That's probably a common ground of way to communicate is through numbers versus, you know, any any spoken language. So, yep. makes sense. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So, um, we're going to go further here. I'm going to dive into this a little bit. Um, we're going to explain the fun fundamentals and the philosophy behind it, uh, just so you guys kind of wrap your noggins around it. The fundamental premise of numerology is that life and the universe as a whole is an orderly system and that numbers reflect that orderliness. Numbers are, by definition, orderly. Which, okay, I, you said orderly a lot, guy, but I agree with that, right? Yeah. Um, when we confront the question of numerology, we are facing the same dilemma that we all face with the larger questions of life. Is there meaning in order to life, or is it purely a random and chaotic universe? There are three possibility, uh, possible answers to this question. The universe is ruled by randomness and chaos. The universe is infinitely orderly, or both of the same. So, and we don't know, right? I mean, we're still... Yeah fucking around with things as we go. But uh, randomness is a state in which there is no order of larger meaning. Such a state of affairs would mean that the universe is ruled by the chance events and that there are no orderly laws governing the universe. In fact, we know this premise to be untrue since natural sciences such as physics, mathematics, biology, chemistry, and astronomy are all based on the orderliness uh, even predictab uh, predictability of natural law. Moreover, if the universe were ruled by unpredictable events, there would be no sustainable structure to it. On the contrary, the universe not only maintains form and structure, it also changes in precise and orderly ways. Yeah, that's wild. There's that. I don't know. You're yeah. awful quiet up there, Josh, on the corner. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might get you a little bit. You know, you're explaining kind of like, okay, well, there's more to this. You you love the universe. And I thought, oh, I'll throw this out there because, you know, maybe Josh will bite on a little bit. But 
but I was nah, wrong. Probably not. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, there's something else for the benefits of numerology, obviously, and this is just the one caveat that I'm going to say. Um, and then there are some things on your guys' side once we go through some of the calculations. Uh, numerology is not a, it's not a mind reader. It is not a magic globe. It cannot predict the future. It cannot tell you what it is. You can't go all through these calculations and go, oh, Christ almighty, this is my number over here, so that means I'm destined to. That's nothing to do with numerology. All it is is a guide. Numerology does not predict your destiny. You are in charge of your own fate. Numerology just helps you guide through and kind of keep you on track. Um, some of us, I think, are off track more than others, I, I guess, you know, as we and we all have those people in life that that are just fucking they drive you crazy because they're just they're a mess, but somehow they survive. Maybe this is something that's good for them and it fits. I don't know. Yeah. So. Or maybe somehow this explains why they're like that a little bit. I know sitting <laughs> around be. the fire, um, that was pretty, pretty interesting when you were doing all the numbers and like reading reading you know what those equations came to um and you know i'm not into astrology really or anything like that but it was pretty crazy how spot on that was when you were explaining like my personality and my traits and everything and i don't know i felt like tori and i were pretty specific and i know people can say well that's just you know you could fit that into anything but Right. I don't know. It was pretty impressive when did the equations with me. Well, and I think that's what it is too. That's having some common sense. Anybody, if you really want to make something of something, you're going to make something of something, right? If you give enough energy, and we've talked about this before, you're talking about positive energy and giving in. If you put enough energy towards something, eventually the universe might answer back. It's the same thing with prayer. It's the same thing with anything. So um, and it's a, yeah, just it's like, like the this. power of intention, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, and you can take it for what it's worth. You know, um, we're not going to go crazy with this. So, you know, the book's big and there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I think we just want to break down, um, oh, really an earthquake. Jesus mm -hmm. crazy. Um, I didn't feel it on my side. So yes. that's why, that's why you were done reading that. And I didn't say anything. Cause I was a little, <laughs> I was like, I think I just felt an earthquake and I, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Continue. Well, yeah. Um, for those of you listening, we are still going through aftershocks from what a month ago. It's a little <sighs> rattling. I'm yeah. gonna let you guys all see my fucking shitty ass hoarder attic, so you can watch my microphone wobble when that shit happens. That's scary <laughs> shit. I, I hate that. I don't like that one bit. Um. Anyway. So sorry okay. for sorry for the pause. No. No. No worries. Real life gets in the way sometimes. So. Um, we're only going to explain, so there's three different types of the numerology, basically that you can go by. We're just going to do, we're going to do the basic one. There's one, I think it's called Roman numerology or something like that. Uh, the basic premise is to start assigning the numbers, to the letters of the alphabet. That's how we start. That's the basis. Okay. So one through nine is your number. So it's a B C D did it until you get to nine. Then once mm. it hits nine, it starts over with the rest of the alphabet, yada, yada, yada. So a is one B is two and so on. Um, there are two caveats to this real quick. Well, there's a lot of caveats, but these are the basic ones. There's master numbers. Okay. So these are the only ones that are doubled up. Master numbers are a good thing. If you see them coming up in your thing, um, it's your chart is better than what it should be, I guess. I don't really know how to explain that, but 11 and 22 are the two master numbers and they might come up in your thing. Um, and they're just more powerful again. So I'm going to use my name as an example, and then I think uh, John and Josh, you got some things going back and forth, and then we're going to roll into some of these calculations a little bit. 
Okay. I have one question. Yes, sir. How do you get an 11 and 22, you said? You'll find out. Yeah. Okay. All right. You'll find out. As you start adding things, um, numerology breaks things down. I'll cover that in the equation. But once it's broken down, when you break it down to like 22 and 11 at times, you don't have to break it down. For example, you don't take 11 and go one plus one and break it down to two as a single. You just leave it as 11, but not all the time. So you guys gotta fucking read a book. It's like a bad uh, poker game. It's fucking ridiculous. I was, I was like, let's get into this because I'm, yeah, all, yeah. I'm, I'm con- <laughs> confused. Confused okay. already. Okay, so let's take my name for example, Shane. Okay, so um, S H A N E. S is one. Eight is H. One is A. Five is N. And five is E, according to the chart. If you look at it, yeah. right? So yeah. then you equal all that up. That adds to twenty with those numbers. So we're adding one eight one five five. And that equals 20. Now you're going to add that together, and that breaks down to two. So sometimes there's another step breakdown. If you have a big, long fucking name, um, like there's one example that you could have like 39 as the equation for the end of your name, and then three plus nine is 12, or then you got to break that down again into three. Is that clear as mud? Clear as mud for sure. Clear as mud for sure. Okay. So it'll make more sense with the calculations. Um, and then John, you had some funky stuff, I think over there, right? Yeah. Well, from our innate understanding of music and harmony comes the act of naming things according to our perception of their inner natures. Uh, this intuitive act is the source of the language. All languages emerge from and represent the nature of the people who use them. All this points to a single and incredibly significant fact. Sound and time are both rooted in harmony and universal order. It sounds pretty i guess but you know i don't know sure puts yeah. it into an equation so um and then josh you got some so we got some examples of what the numbers symbolically represent so there's more than just adding stuff taking stuff away doing this doing that carrying the five um it's kind of how the numbers look and this is in the very beginning when i was talking about the language of the numbers this is mm-hmm. part of the language of the numbers it's not just how they can work for us and be added together to make what we want them to make or what they represent but it's actually how physically they look. And so, mm. Josh, if you want to cover that. Sure. Um, so in one of the nicer examples of symbolic psychology, the shape of the number nine itself contains a circle on a lead representing the completion of a cycle, a turning back to the beginning, which is also manifested in the fact that whenever any number is added to the number nine, it comes back to itself. For example, if you add nine plus five, you get 14 which if added together, the one and the four make a five again. Um, And eight plus nine is 17. And if you add one and seven, you get eight again. Aside from this, an important aspect of, in the nature of this is the fact that it represents completion and detachment, the final point from which we return to a new beginning. Uh, Three different ways to look at the nine the shape of the symbol, the mathematical strangeness, and what it represents in numerology reveal closely related characteristics. Yeah, and uh, the six is the most loving of all numbers. It's harmonious with all other numbers and is committed, caring, sympathetic, protective, and nurturing. Oh, adorable. (laughs) So cute, the little number six, uh, as well as responsible for self-sacrificing and understanding. It is domestic, marriage, and family-oriented, and community-conscious. It is the teacher and the healer. The six cares for those who are weaker. It is visually artistic, creative, and a craft person. 
It is also the mother's slash fatherhood number. So I guess that's yeah. basically the basics of numerology. But sh- yeah, Shane, I, um, yeah, I was just gonna say real quick. Um, that sounds sexy. I mean, if I have to put lipstick on a number, it's gonna be six. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. So. Anyway, um, yeah, that's the basics. That lays the groundwork. Uh, and we just want to read that for you guys because that kind of explains the other side of the numbers again, you know, they're just how you look at them. And, and I don't want to get down this weird rabbit hole with all you guys and go and, and all the listeners and say, oh, my God, you know, there's a reason everything is here and everything's in line. But I just I can't help but to think that if you look at like numbers and how they're written, how who came up with the nine who came up with this who decided to make it look like that who decided to make it look like that and then who decided to to actually look at it a different way and go oh well this is why did yeah, they make who the, died made them number daddy yeah exactly or did they it's make the, the anunnaki number? everyone oh god please it's fucking the anunnaki please. just <laughs> just chalk it up as that it's fucking done deal but even if so is it the people that actually made the number? Did they look at that when they were making it thinking, well, this number is going to represent this. So this is how we should show it. Does that make sense? Like maybe the horse before the cart or the cart before the horse, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Thank yeah. I mean, watch. I don't know how you get all of that from just the look of a six. Right. I mean, I get you know? the pregnant thing, the mother because of the big, I don't know. I don't know. Could, yeah, could be anything. All, but, uh, uh, I think someone smoked some weed and came up with all that. <laughs> you think so? It could very it's well, all it could a little be. over my head. This whole book did smell like reading hemp, so maybe I don't know. Could be that. Um, but we've laid the basics, so there's the basics down for that. And now we're going to kind of go through. You know, again, note. You know, there's designs and numbers. There's equations, calculations. We're not going to go into the everything. Like, if you look at, if you guys want to take time and you give a shit about this, and some of you Patreon listeners, like maybe Katie might. I don't know. She seems like she might be into this stuff a little bit more than somebody else, but maybe not. Um, there is actually a chart that you can download, and every breed has a, has a chart, and it basically makes like a like a road. It's kind of like a roadmap of sorts. Um, and there's like nine different things you can put in there. We're not going to do that. We don't have time. We're just going to do the four biggies. Um, and then we're going to go from there. The four biggies are the life path, birthday, expression, and heart's desire. Those are the four we're going to cover. So, All right. So uh, your life is indeed like a play. Birth is the raising of the curtain. Death, the curtain's descent. The play has evolved through various stages of preparation, but does not really begin until you are born. The moment of your birth provides that broad outline for your life. You have ultimate freedom to do with your life as you like. To fulfill its potential completely or to make some smaller version of yourself, it all depends upon your effort and commitment. You make the decision to fulfill to whatever extent possible uh, is implicit during the moment of your birth. The moment, like the second you come out of the vagina, evidently. This numerology thing is already in play. So. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to read this slow so we can go through, not like slow, but a little slower so everybody can get on. Um, How to find your life path number. Your life path number is a sum of the month of your birth plus the day of your birth plus the year of your birth. Okay, and we'll let you guys write that down. I wish I had some Jeopardy music in the background or something. So are you talking about like the number of the month or the number the letters of the month spell out? This is all numbers. So yeah, this is a number of the month. So, so five, so my birthday is five, 18, blah, blah, blah. Just add, do I add 19 
with it or just the last two? Yep. Yeah, add all that together. I'll, I'll cover this here. So um, to find your life path number, begin by turning the month, day, and year into a single-digit numbers. Okay. So for example, let's say you were born on December 25th, 1964. December is the 12th month of the year. To turn 12 into a single-digit number, add the 1 and 2, and you get 3. December, therefore, is a three-month. Make sense? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now we're going to continue here. To turn the 25th day into a single-digit number, add the 2 and the 5 of 25 to arrive at 7. The number 25 okay. is, therefore, a 7. That's what it represents. Um, and then turn 1964 into a single-digit number. You add the 1, the 9, the 6, the 4 to get 20. Then mm -hmm. add the 2 and the 0 of the 2 to get 2. So that breaks down into a single digit. Okay. Okay. Now... Uh, to find your life path number, add these three single-digit numbers together. In this example, I added three, seven, and two, which, again, was our month, our day, and our year broken down, um, and it comes at 12. Now I'm going to break down 12. It's reduced to three by adding the one and two. And so basically for that birth date, three is going to be your birth number or your life path number. Sorry, not screw you up. Okay. So, for example, and I'm not going to privy my information to anybody, <clears throat> but, um, and I don't know if you guys got that cal calculation on your side, but I figured it would be fun to kind of run a house and see. And I'm not going to read the whole definition, but I'll just read highlights on it. So, mm -hmm. my birthday, for what it equals, breaks all down. I come out with a number six for a life path number. And so then if I go to number six, and I guess this is kind of, you know, up to you guys to go, oh, well, yeah, that's you or that's not you. Okay. Your task in life is to develop the tools necessary to truly uh, be helpful to others rather than to simply be a sympathetic ear. You must find the balance between help and interference. In the same way, you must learn the delicate art of the counselor who knows where to leave the struggle to others and when to avoid taking away the necessary experiences of lessons of life. You are naturally balanced, therefore you are well equipped to support and ground others in times of trial. It is in your nature to take on responsibility. You often fill the void left by others and you do not turn away from personal sacrifice. At times you may, feed, you may feel overburdened by the travails of others, However, the love of others to bestow upon you is a well-deserved reward. And then this is a tiny little end. This is kind of cool. You are blessed with musical talent as well as talent in the visual and performing arts. However, your creativity may be suppressed due to your willingness to sacrifice or your inability to fully appreciate your talents. This does not say that you cannot excel in these areas. On the contrary, you have the talent and with effort, you can make success in the number of artistic fields. You also have enormous talent in business and you are attracted, you have charm and charisma, and um, the recommendations is like services or contracting, just because of the build thing, I guess. I don't know. That's mine. Sounds classist. <laughs> Could be, totally. Um, so, so mine breaks down to five, nine, five. How do I get the single digit? Do I just add the five, nine, and the five together and then yep. do that? Add your, add your five plus nine plus five. So and that's so what, 14. One, I think one is mine yeah, it would be five five nine five would be 19, 19 plus and then one, nine plus nine, one would be 10 yeah, be one so one right yep you're yeah. one let's take a gander years john <clears throat> shall we 
If you have a life path of one, you are a born leader. You insist in, on your right to make up your own mind, and you demand freedom of thoughts of action. You have drive and determination. You don't let anything or anyone stand in your way once you're committed to your goal. You assume your responsibility to be the protector and provider for those you love. You demand respect and attention, and you become irritated. <laughs> Calm down, fucker. And even domineering when important things do not go your way. You need to feel in command of important undertakings and resist supportive roles. You seek foreground and the limelight. You're exceptionally creative. Um, you have a touch of the unusual. Uh, you don't go down the beaten path of other people. Yeah, it sounds pretty... Sounds <laughs> you pretty sound like you on. should be protesting to reopen the economy right now. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> get all that, man. Josh, did you get yours figured out over there? Uh, yeah, I feel like a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica. I'm a five. <laughs> You're a five. That's funny. Okay, let's uh, gander five real quick. Uh, the key to your personality is freedom. You love travel, adventure, variety, and meeting new people. You possess the curiosity of a cat, and you long for the experience of all of life. You love to be involved in several things at the same time, as long as you are not tied down to any one area. You like change, new things, and new horizons. You make friends easily, and your personality is upbeat, upbeat and often inspiring. Well, this is nothing like you, dude. No. <laughs> I, I, was about I told to say, you this was bullshit. I was about to say, this isn't really sounding too much like Josh. Let me see if there's Hasn't said anything, anything about laziness. Hasn't said <laughs> uh, anything no, here it about is. Here's laziness. Shit. You likely lack discipline and order. How's that? Okay. okay Fair. Give you that one? Okay. <laughs> um, you are multi-talented, possess a variety of diverse abilities. Uh, you may have been perceived as a wild child by adults, and as a source of concern uh, by your family. <laughs> However, do not be obliged to her your choice of career. You're often a late bloomer and you need to experience life before you can truly know and commit to your heart's desire. Yeah. There you go. Well, uh, I think that last, that last half sounded a little more like you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, don't... upbeat attitude, like, fuck yeah. that, come on. Yeah. I was looking for, like, sarcastic and fucking snarky, <laughs> and I couldn't find it anywhere in here. Also, yeah. also, the beginning of that sounded like you were calling me a Gemini, which I am. So, like, cool. Oh. <laughs> Astrology, I guess. Fair. That's funny. I don't know. Still skeptical, Shane. Continue. I got it. <laughs>